0: A 1,000 X is turning a $1,000 into a million dollars. So it may take you a few different hits and it may take you a few years, but when you do it, it's all worth it.
1: And three, two,
2: one. You're listening to
0: The Real Social
2: Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleekers for Suckers himself, David Shand.
0: Let's get it.
3: Welcome to another
2: edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where you find dope people that did really, really dope stuff. And uh, today is no different, uh, because we have a topic that I am super interested in, and I've been making money, I just don't know how. It's really been (laughs) off of one of my friends say, hey, buy this. I'm like, all right. Right. And then it goes up. I'm like, dang, that's dope. But I want to learn it. Right. Because this does... Every time I see a Dogecoin post, <laughs> it pisses me off. Because I, it was like, um, I think it was at like 30 cents. And right. I'm like, oh, man, I missed the wave. And then it went to like 35. I'm like, oh, I should have bought it at 30. Then it went to 40. And then I was like 50. And then it just keeps going up. And I always feel like it's too late.
0: So what do you think about Dogecoin? So where we're at right now? All right. So so Dogecoin is really interesting, right? Because, you know, my prior, my, my prior conversation— um, or, or ideas on Dogecoin was that it started off as a joke, right? It'll never— Did it really? Yeah. Dogecoin started off as a joke, what right? What is it, though? What is a Dogecoin? It's, it's really just a form of digital currency. That's it. It's like another form of money. That's mm-hmm. it. That's literally— It doesn't—nothing. It's just— That's what it is. That's why when you have people who've been in the crypto community for a while, we see so many people buying Doge, and we're like, What? <laughs> you know, so it's, it's crazy because um it, it it's originally, and like you like I said earlier, um I don't hold any Doge in my portfolio, right? It's not something that I see long term. as a trader, I trade Doge because as a trader, you're just looking for things that are volatile. But the really interesting thing that's happening with Doge um is that somehow it's managed to get a community, right, and then the underlining um, value of all cryptocurrencies rely on the community that it garners whether it's the developer community the capital community you know different exchanges whatever the case is now we now dogecoin we as a people have decided that we want to back dogecoin
2: hold on hold on so the 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 whole thing around cryptocurrency
0: is the people say this is popping and now it's valuable exactly because of the technology that it that, it, that it's built on top of It's called blockchain Right And to keep blockchain simple What it does is It pretty much decentralizes things
2: Okay, real quick I don't know what decentralized means But I need you to introduce yourself first Because we gonna go into okay. a long I'm sorry, that was my fault uh, So how do you introduce yourself When people ask you?
0: Um, I say I'm Fitz And I invest in cryptocurrencies Digital assets mm-hmm. I invest in trade Digital currencies And digital assets You've done well I've done well done really well I saw you, you bought that right. car
2: on. <laughs> I, actually, I didn't know who you were I, uh Mitch he put you on the story he's like yo he just bought it. what what kind of car was that
0: um it's the Aventador SV Lamborghini Aventador oh, yeah. SV 2017 the last year they made it
2: 2017 Lamborghini Aventador
0: Aventador yes. how much is that car Fitz <laughs> it's about half a million
2: a half a million dollar car yeah Why did you buy a half a million dollar car? I just curiosity, because I I can't see myself doing it, but I mean you up,
0: so 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 I mean for one it's fun, right? I remember like I, I grew up in Savannah, right? So I'm from the projects. And I remember being, you know, with the rest of the kids in the neighborhood looking on the side of the street, right? And we we call it, you know, bingo. And we you know we looking at the rims and we looking at the nice cars and we fantasizing about these cars. You know, as I got older and I started to see, you know, different types of cars, you know, I started to, you know, want those cars. So a Lamborghini is something I've always wanted. And then as I, you know, got to a point where I could get it, right? I'm like, hey, I can get one of the cars of my dreams and it's as an asset because the Aventador SV isn't, a normal a vintage, I mean, a, a normal Lamborghini is one of 600, right? So it's one of those cars mm-hmm. that appreciate and value as long as you keep it in good condition. So, but all Lamborghinis aren't a half a million dollars. You could have got a Lamborghini.
2: I mean, just a regular. It wouldn't have
0: been an asset. It wouldn't have been. So an asset. if I got a Huracan, no offense, to anybody got a Huracan. Nine times out of ten, the value on that will go down before it goes up. Well, mm. not—it not, it depends on the environment, but the likelihood of my car increasing in value is very high, mm. you know, um, because at the end of the day, mm. it's, it's, it's limited. Um, Lamborghini and all the other vehicle automobile makers are, are having to, you know, um, abide by new emission laws, right? So they're having to mix their engine with hybrid engines, things like that. So they're not going to be making um, any more V12s. So gotcha. it's like the last true exotic. It's pretty oh. cool. The last true exotic. That might be the name
2: <laughs> of this. I guess. The last true exotic. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so so yes, you invest in uh, currency. Where did you get this knowledge? Tell me the story of the beginning of how you got this information.
0: Um so originally when I first started um <clears throat> dealing with cryptocurrencies, it was solely just Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is one of those subjects that you can really research. For a whole year before you even get to other cryptocurrencies. That like people look at Bitcoin on the surface and don't realize how deep it really is. What year is this? Um this is 2016. In 2016, you started looking so into Bitcoin. 2016, um, I was forced to start looking into Bitcoin because I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't have any money. I pretty much was in a situation where I lost everything. Um and I went back down to Savannah, right? Um I knew I needed to make some money somehow. Um and, you know, I knew that a way to make some money was through bitcoin i've I've always been an entrepreneur, so I don't even know how to get a job like every time I've ever I applied for a to, job
2: like because you think real estate is the way to make some money you could start a a, a t-shirt brand that's the way to make some money but right. I, I don't I honestly don't even understand what cryptocurrency is i just and it's making more sense because you said if all of us in the room say Bitcoin is worth Thirty thousand dollars.
0: It's worth thirty thousand dollars. I don't even understand how that's possible. And that's a very, very powerful concept. We should talk about it, like towards the end. That would be really, really talk good about too. it now, Fibs. Okay. Well, I mean, think about it. So, um, for us, for art, right, So, one big problem that crypto can solve. Right. Um, I, I see a lot of us as a community, like we've been looking to, you know, come together and become stronger, right? We're, become, we're, we're becoming more aware of the value of our dollar and our impact on the economy, right? So we'll see, or we used to see like, hey, if you see a, a dollar, would it a, a, a be on a spend it with your community or don't shop at these places, right? Sometimes in order to solve complicated problems, you have to flip it on its head. You got to reverse it, right? So instead of one solution is instead of us not... Um, spending money at certain places, how about we create our own and we spend it wherever? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So we as a people could literally create our own cryptocurrency that does whatever we want it to do, whether we want it to be a normal form of money, whether we want it to generate some type of yield or earnings for us, right? And if we as a people decide that this is what we're going to back, there's nothing that can stop us from um, creating a valuable currency just for us, right? And if you're in early, what does that do for your net worth? What does that do for your asset, um, your asset sheets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it So sounds-
2: we can create the black coin and
0: we decide, let's say, as
2: all African-Americans, we're going to back this and this is now valuable. We don't need your green papers or anything like that. It's valuable because we say so.
0: So... Exactly. But it's not, and and it's not a situation where it's, hey, I have to use one or the other, right? We're evolving. Money is evolving, right? We have over, yes, we have over 9,000 different digital currencies, right? So we're working on systems and solutions to make these currencies and these networks that these currencies operate on interoperable, meaning that we can easily convert from one to another, right? We can be at a store, like, for example, I have a crypto.com debit card. Right? That crypto.com, I can have Doge on it, and I can have Bitcoin, I can have Ethereum. If I need to make a purchase and I don't have US dollars on it, I can immediately exchange my Bitcoin or my Ethereum for some US dollars, right? And I, I can make a purchase. Mm-hmm. So that over the that process over the years will become much more seamless. It's already easy now, but it's gonna be, you know, much more seamless seamless as the technology continues to. Um, improve and develop.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. So the advice now is to buy some sort of cryptocurrency, yes. right? Because that's going to be... Right now, it's worth lower than it's going to be. And maybe not every coin, but generally, if you get into cryptocurrency now, it'll cost you way less than it will in three years.
0: Right. So, so, So a good way to look at... A good way to look at the cryptocurrency market, uh, the cryptocurrency space is a market as a whole, right? So, when I say digital assets, that's a very important word, right? Because it's a new asset class, it's an Mm -hmm. entirely new asset class. So, when we look at the space and we see what the market cap is, right? And we compare it to its other, you know, its counterparts, market market cap is pretty much the amount of capital, the amount of money that's flowing into this particular sector. So, Give me an example. Um, so right now, um, gold, gold has a market cap of about approximately $10 trillion, right? In perspective, uh, crypto, cryptocurrencies market cap is somewhere around $2 trillion right now, right? Gold is one single asset. Mind you, we have a class of assets that have right now over 9,000, right? A few years ago, it was only 1,500, Oh, wow. You know, so there's new digital currencies being added every day. So that market cap is constantly um, growing. So, so gold market cap, meaning there's $10 trillion worth of gold in the world. There's $10 trillion worth of gold in the world. Gotcha. Theoretic, allegedly. Allegedly. Theoretically. Allegedly, okay, because cool. we can't prove that. We can't, yeah, yeah sure.
2: you know? <laughs> <laughs> So know. So, so with crypto currency, more is being added. Versus just the one gold, this is a standard we say this this there's about ten trillion dollars worth of gold in the world, right right? If you have all the gold, you're a ten trillion dollar heir, right right, but crypto every time something's added, that's more value to each asset that's
0: coming, which it is super super so, so what I'm saying is you have a two trillion dollar bitcoin by itself is expected to surpass gold's market cap. Really? This is just bitcoin not. The other cryptocurrencies. So imagine five, 10 years from now, that total market cap is no longer 2 trillion. Let's say that market cap is 10 trillion, mm-hmm. right? So imagine you get in in a market, right, where it's 2 trillion and you experience that growth all the way up to 10 trillion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A rising tide mm-hmm. lifts all boats. So if you're strategic and you understand, where the capital is flowing into this market you can buy those assets right likely it'll be bitcoin ethereum and a few others um and as the market grows so will your net worth got
2: gotcha, you got gotcha, you got gotcha, you got gotcha. you okay all right so so back to um how you got into this space Okay. did someone say hey have you heard of bitcoin it's so awesome.
0: so actually <laughs> Actually, and I think everybody who's been in Bitcoin for a while has, like, some type of similar story where somebody told them about Bitcoin and they didn't really listen at first or they didn't believe in it, right? Um, I knew about Bitcoin when this this guy—so one of my buddies, he was like, hey, man, I got this Indian uh, guy um, or this guy at Georgia Tech. It was this Indian guy. He had a really strong accent. Um, uh, he wants to talk to you, right? So he calls me. and He's like, um, during this time, I was doing real estate. Um, and— He's like, hey man, you should really check out Bitcoin. This is like 2013. And he tried to tell me a little bit about it, but it wasn't making much sense. So I asked him, I said, How much do you have? Or are you investing? He said, nah, man, I can't afford it. <laughs> and and mm. uh immediately I cut the conversation off. Right. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, that's the end of that. Right, right. Um, it wasn't until 2015, well, 2016, I was living in a condominium building. And one of the guys there, he was doing very well. He was making about um, 3000 bucks a day um, doing something with Bitcoin, but he wouldn't tell me what it was. $3,000 a day. He's making about $3,000 back then, a day. He said doing something with Bitcoin. Something with was. Bitcoin. I didn't <laughs> know what it was. He wouldn't tell me. Um... Uh, and like I said, I, I I eventually got to a situation where I was I was forced to do something else. I, I ran out of money. I couldn't really market uh, for wholesale. And at that point, I had stepped away from wholesaling so much. You know, I would have <clears throat> I would have had to take a lot of time and and money and effort to start generating you know income at that point. And I was on zero, right? Mm. So I did some research. I started doing a lot of research actually, and I found out what he was doing. What he was doing was was called OTC trading, over-the-counter trading.
2: Over-the-counter trading.
0: Over-the-counter trading. So he would literally go and meet people face-to-face and sell them Bitcoin for a percentage. So you you may have heard of a Bitcoin ATM. Yes. Right? So when you go to a Bitcoin ATM, you can get Bitcoin instantly, right? But they're going to charge you um, a fee for that service. Oftentimes, it's like, well it was like 25% at one point i think it's somewhere around 15% now it's still really okay, high
2: 25% so so the guy he'll walk up to you and say hey Fitz, would you like to buy some bitcoin no he
0: won't walk up to you no so so there's there's a network pretty much so um i'm not sure exactly what he was using but i'm sure he was involved in some type of network that let people know that he was someone that they could buy bitcoin from
2: so, was this before, like your Coinbase's and stuff like that?
0: This was be. This was either early Coinbase or before Coinbase. But the issue was, uh, and actually, I think Coinbase was around. The issue was Coinbase had small limits. Coinbase had a lot of, um, a lot of, um, a lot of hurdles to jump through, right, in order to buy the Bitcoin.
1: Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
0: Then you had to wait a certain amount of time before you can move your Bitcoin. It was a lot of stipulations, and people who needed Bitcoin during the time, they didn't have time to wait on those stipulations. They didn't want to be limited in the amount that they could purchase.
2: Got right? it. So that guy, if I wanted to buy $5,000 worth of Bitcoin, i pay, I guess, his company to allow me to have Bitcoin. And it seems so complex. It seems so complicated, though. Like, so it's, how- it's
0: it's like selling uh, uh um it's like selling smoothies, you know. It's a, or it's, it's a, or it's like selling anything. I mean, at the end of the day, you buy low, you sell high. You buy you buy some some shoes at wholesale price, and you go sell those shoes. Oh, so he had to buy it first. Oh yeah, he bought it first. So that's it, oh. so, so once I figured out what he was doing, I, I I found a couple of platforms that allowed me to do the same thing. So local bitcoins. It matches buyers and sellers of Bitcoin, where you can meet people face-to-face and buy and sell Bitcoin. Paxful.com. Paxful was another... Um, platform that allowed you to um, match buyers and sellers, whereas you would either sell face-to-face, you may sell via PayPal, you might sell via Amex card, Um, you might sell via wire transfer, you might, you know, sell via cash or check deposit into your business account. There's a lot of different ways, right? And these platforms facilitated those transactions. They were the escrow between those non-face-to-face transactions. Mm. So, Once I learned what he was doing, I actually um, had a friend send me 500 bucks. Like, I literally had, like, I had nothing, right? So um, she sent me 500 bucks, and I used that to buy Bitcoin from... A seller on local bitcoins because local bitcoin is is for like larger volume, so you'll get better rates and things right. like that. Paxful is small transactions; you can charge a higher percentage. Right. So I, I would actually buy the bitcoin from local bitcoins, and then I would go sell the bitcoin on Paxful for fifteen to twenty percent. Mm. So I started with five hundred bucks, buy five hundred bucks of bitcoin. You know, I'd get you know they charge me maybe five percent, right? So I get so out of that. You know, um, I get you know, over 400 bucks, like 450 bucks or whatever right. of Bitcoin. Right. I would go and sell that for a 15 to 20% premium. Dang. And I would just rinse and repeat every single day, rinse and repeat. you um, doing that on
2: a high level at some point, right?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it started with 500 bucks. And eventually I got to a point where I was, uh, I had about $10,000 or $15,000. And then, um, like, and this is one of those things, man. Um, one of my favorite songs is this dude uh, named Chinx. He's not with us anymore. But it was a song called How to Get Rich. And the song is pretty much saying, you know, nobody can tell you how to get rich. Like, nobody can tell you, you know how, you know, you'll come out of this hole that you're in. Right? Everybody has their own story. There's certain things that only this particular person can experience during this particular time that may have helped them. Right? So I had a situation where Stripe locked up about $10,000 um, from my from my wholesale business, my real estate wholesale business. And they had it, they held it for like six, seven months. So um, once I got up to about $10,000 trading Bitcoin day-to-day, um, peer-to-peer, OTC, I got like a random, actually it was like on my birthday. <laughs> I got like a random $10,000 deposit. So at this point I had $20,000 that I could now also, um, oh, Stripe released the money. Stripe released the money on oh, your birthday. Happy Stripe birthday. released the money, man. Like it was like it was, it was crazy. So at this point, now I have ten twenty thousand dollars, and I'm and I'm still saving everything because at this point I'm still in Savannah. I'm sleeping on an air mattress that's deflating every night. <laughs> so, um, so at that point I was able to, um. Find a mentor. It was very hard to find a mentor because that guy wouldn't didn't even want to tell me what he did. And right. online, people aren't talking about it. Right, right. Like, it's my um, first time hearing it. Yeah, a lot of people still don't know about they it. They still do it. Um, people you still do it. I think the margins are much smaller now because you got these bigger platforms. Yeah, you got bigger platform. Like. You got bigger platforms, and also during that time, um, it was a little. It was more of a gray area, right? Because at certain, like, you had to report certain transactions over a thousand bucks. Right, um, and a lot of other, you know, KYC, AML things that you had to um, follow in order to be in um, in 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 in, um, in good standing like, with uh, with fencing. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Okay. So now it's it's a little different, right? Those lines are drawn a little more clearly, yeah. and banks don't like cash. Yeah. Right. Did you, were you making money doing this? Making money doing what? Like OTC? Or, I mean good money. Were you? Oh yeah, absolutely. So at one point, so I took that twenty thousand. I paid for some mentorship. It was actually a guy, um, he used to be a VP of a um of a bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's head first in the crypto now. He's doing very well now. Um uh, but he taught me the game. He taught me how to, um, how to how to how to talk to the banks and how to how to you know, become friends with them and how to protect myself against loss and fraud from people who are trying to scam us and things like that. Helped me get all of my um, 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 procedures and policies together. Really gave me the whole game. Um, and eventually, I got up to a point where I was flipping $100,000 a day. Of course, my margins were, were lower. It wasn't 15 to 20% because now I'm on local Bitcoins. Right. But um, I was able to get 5 to 8% a day. Off of from, from like 20,000 up to 100,000, I was able to get five to 8% a day. So if you're flipping $100,000 a
2: day, you still make, you're still making, it's like $5,000 Five to
0: five $8,000 8, a day. Five to $8,000 a day. Now, it may have not, so once I got up to that volume, it may have not been um, s- f- seven days a week like it would be All with right. PAXful, um, but it was definitely around three to, three to four days a week. Dang, that's right. I could do that. That's lit. So, so why'd you ever stop that? All right, so a lot of my transactions were cash, right? Um, And the banks just don't like a lot of cash. They really do not want you depositing a bunch of cash. That's
2: so weird, because they don't want you to deposit a lot of cash, but they don't want you to take out a lot of cash either.
0: And that's another big thing. So once I started to see that, I'm like, oh, everything is becoming more digital. Like, everything is becoming more digital. So it makes perfect sense for us to now have a digital store of value, like, Bitcoin, right? Right. Because mind you, all this time while I'm doing, while I'm doing OTC trading, like I'm not just doing OTC trading, right? I'm actually studying a lot about Bitcoin. I'm studying a lot about blockchain technology because in the news and the articles and the different research articles I've seen during, I was seeing during that time, they were trying to separate blockchain from Bitcoin. You can't separate blockchain from Bitcoin because, Without Bitcoin, you don't have a successful blockchain. Are you able to explain blockchain? Because
2: anybody know what blockchain is? Kind of like, no? It's see, like you hear it and you know Bitcoin is on the blockchain. This is the best way I can describe it. This is the blockchain. If Bitcoin is audit, and then everybody's audit can buy on the terrible
0: example. <laughs> That's a terrible example. So all right, so 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 blockchain is pretty much um a universal record book. You guys know about Mm -hmm. a record book. So it's like, okay, if if I'm at the library or something, right? Mm -hmm. And I check out this book, I got a sign here, right? Now, imagine that copy of that record book being distributed to everybody in the world or everybody in this particular network. Mm -hmm. So whenever I check out a book, everybody in the world can see that I checked out a book. So if it looks different on anybody else's copy, we know that, Something is wrong. Yeah. Right. So once everybody validates, hey, yeah, Joe checked out this book at this particular time, or Joe exchanged this book for this particular thing at this particular time. Once we validate that, right, it is cemented on this particular record. The thing is, with blockchain, is it can't, um, it can't be altered, can't be manipulated. So once it's there, it's there forever. So the scammers are gonna figure out a way, bro. Nah, not the with scammers this. Scammers always do. So. That's the interesting thing about this technology. In order to change anything on the blockchain, it would take billions and billions of dollars. So financially, it's not necessarily worth it because even to change a small thing, it would take that, right? Mm. So there's a a big disincentive to even put that type of energy up on something that might not even happen. The only thing that could really get... Okay, and the reason why... The reason why, imagine this, let me let me explain blockchain on one more level. It's, it's decentralized, right? I said it decentralized, it decentralizes everything and it stores value. So when can you explain decentralized? so
2: Joe doesn't know what those decentralized means. Okay. So if Ooh. you can explain to him, I got all you, bro. It's all good. <laughs> it.
0: So decentralized. So all right, so you have central centralized systems or centralized things, and you have decentralized. So I'll explain it like this: there's a uh, we'll explain the two entities. Um, like a starfish and a spider, right? So a spider represents the centralized entity. Starfish represents the decentralized. Gotcha. Now, if I want to stop this spider from functioning or whatever, if if I remove his head, That spider's head makes all of his decisions. He will cease to function. He won't be able to move, walk, whatever, right? Right. If I cut off one of his legs—I think some spiders actually grow legs back, but it's it's whatever. If I cut off all his legs, (laughs) it's going to be a problem. Um, So the same thing with with, uh, organizations like Apple. If you remove the CEO, right, you got to replace the CEO or everything's going to be chaos. The starfish, on the other hand, right— Represents the decentralized organization. What happens when you remove a starfish, a starfish's leg? It grows back. Or yeah. Exactly. It grows back. What happens if you cut a starfish in half? I don't know. You got two starfish. Really? Exactly. That's what happened with Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. Don't
2: laugh. Y'all knew that? <laughs> Y'all didn't know that. All right. Don't act like I didn't know. Y'all can laugh
0: at me. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. All right. So, and also another really interesting thing about starfish is in order for a starfish to move, All of the legs have to agree to move. Unlike the spider, where the head decides where and when to move, Mm. all of the legs of a starfish represent themselves, right? And they have to agree to move. That is how you understand decentralized organizations versus centralized organizations. So all of the power in the starfish is decentralized and equally distributed throughout the rest of the legs, whereas all of the main power in the spider is in its head. So, so cryptocurrency,
2: or or blockchain or cryptocurrency. That's explaining blockchain. Right, right. So you're saying that's decentralized, meaning everybody has to agree that this is where
0: we're going. Exactly. And that's how cryptocurrencies change. That's how they improve. That's how any type of change that needs to happen to a cryptocurrency, the community has to agree. And that's and 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 the beautiful thing is. Normally, those centralized organizations suck up a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the, 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 the income or the, um, or the capital on that network, right? In forms of profit, right? Gotcha. And decentralized entities, that those profits, whatever the network you know makes, is then distributed to the people who participate in that network. Got it. Got okay. Okay. All right. do we Did we finish explaining blockchain?
2: Cause so I really want to get into what to buy. Cause I'm gonna buy some stuff right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, so yes. Yeah. So um, you didn't like going to the bank with cash, and you just start studying, right? So what do we do now? Do you start trading it?
0: Yeah. So at a certain point, um, I had a nice, I had a nice amount of money, and um, I started to trade. Mm. Right. I got lucky on um, a few. I, I got lucky, and I and I say lucky because I mean I understood what was mm. going on back then, but not the way that I. Understand now. Gotcha. Um, what did you get lucky on? Um, I got lucky on Bitcoin. <laughs>
2: how, how much
0: was it? Uh, I started buying Bitcoin, or like because I was trading so much Bitcoin, so I, I would my profit was in. Um, I would always have extra Bitcoin, right. right? So I was saving Bitcoin. I was buying Bitcoin at like fifteen hundred bucks, you know, a thousand dollars, three thousand, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, I was the same thing that happened this time around, whereas I was one of those guys like, hey, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin before it shot up to twenty thousand. This time around I was like, Hey, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, it's about to pop. And then it shoots up to fifty, sixty thousand, you know, and that was under twenty thousand this time around. So I was telling people around ten thousand this time, hey, buy Bitcoin. Did you ever sell? Would I ever sell? Now did you ever sell? I mean, I sold some Bitcoin. I still sell, like I, I I'm always in and out of Bitcoin. So my profit as a trader um is in Bitcoin. Gotcha. So the platform I trade on gives me profit in Bitcoin. So I I always have Bitcoin. Can I ask a yeah. personal question? Sure. How many coins you got, man? All right. So rule number one in crypto, you never tell anybody how many coins you have. Okay. okay. It's a, okay. Because it's, it's a, because it's a risk, right? Because think about it. If you got a certain amount of Bitcoin and people know that you have a certain amount of Bitcoin, they know it's not in the bank. Right, mm-hmm. Maybe it's on a hardware device. Maybe it's on a phone, but you know where it is, right? So if someone wanted to target you, they could literally kidnap you and do things to make you tell them where your Bitcoin is. So you'll see people who have a lot of Bitcoin, they'll never tell you how much Bitcoin they have. They'll probably downplay it. Hold on, man, because I put my Ethereum joint on my
2: story. Take that off
0: real quick. I don't want to get kidnapped. <laughs> I posted it yesterday. I was like, ooh, I got some Ethereum and it went up. I want to take it off right now. See, it's not it's It's not. It's oh, not, it's no not. that you can't. That you, can to, nope, you already said you No, know, It's not that you can't tell It's them, not, them, not, it's so, not so, that, it's that you can't tell them, it's not that you can't it tell them to. Um, it's not that you can't say, hey, I own Bitcoin. I own Ethereum. <laughs> it's how much. I know. That is my, my whole number was on there. Oh, okay.
3: But see,
0: times are changing, though, because, you know, someone will see that. And like the people who are real targets are people who have hundreds of millions or um, multiple like millions, millions in Bitcoin and mm-hmm. Ethereum. Right. Um, you know, I'm not sure how much you get. Did you have like over a million dollars in Ethereum on there? <laughs> Fits, come on! <laughs> <man. You> if <think, laughs> I anything yeah, i would be
2: podcasting,
0: bro. Man, no, <laughs> a couple dollars. Uh, all right, so so yeah, like so you you find like it's more risky that like the more that you you know accumulate because we've seen like if you go back on Google and you research like Bitcoin kidnappings or anything like that, I bet you'll find a bunch of articles. Wow, people who have been kidnapped and gone missing, you know, over Bitcoin. Because it's
2: like, yo, I want you to log in, transfer to
0: my wallet, and then, but you can't track it necessarily. You so you can. So that's the thing. Everything. Remember that record that I just told you. Everything is trackable. So people confuse. People always think Bitcoin or cryptos is are anonymous. They're not anonymous. Some of them are anonymous, but Bitcoin is not anonymous. It's pseudonymous. We know everything that's happening on the blockchain. We just might not know who's behind what's happening. We don't Not know true. who's but We see a thousand Bitcoin move from here to here. We see that. Yeah. It's available for everybody to see. We just don't know who's behind it. But somebody can, like, dig in the records, like, and... Exactly. So that's why you have um, Coinbase, right, and other U.S.-based exchanges. They require what's called KYC, Know Your Customer, AML, Anti-Money Laundering Laws, right? They have mm-hmm. these policies and procedures in place, and that's why they have you taking a picture um next right, to your ID. Right, right, That's right, why they right. have facial recognition so that they can track you. So every time you buy on Coinbase, every time you buy on Coinbase, that transaction is tracked from here until eternity. But like here's the thing, I've seen, you know, like if you send money to the raw, like to the
2: wrong thing, it's like they say it's just in this crypto world and it's lost forever.
0: I've so heard that before. They're tracking it, but they're they're tracking it, but they can't change it. They can't do anything to it. So even though Coinbase sees where it goes, if you send it to the wrong address, you just send it to the wrong address. They and can't do anything about it. They can't tell you where it's at. So I mean, that, that person can I give mean, it back. I mean, you can tell yourself where it's at, but they can't get in. If they don't know who that person is, actually, they probably can't or reach... Or, but they wouldn't know who it is. If the person took the pick. Oh, but, it, but the wallet isn't necessarily on the
2: exactly. phone. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Exactly.
0: Dang. Yeah. So be careful be very careful.
2: Okay. Okay. All right, so you start trading this Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, I started trading Bitcoin um because they started shutting down a lot of my bank accounts, right? Mm. Um I had a lot of different business accounts, but like I said the cash was a problem.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so I'm at this point I'm looking I'm like, man, these altcoins are are doing numbers. Altcoins? Al- alternative um Coins, they're, they're, actually, we don't even have to call them altcoins anymore. Just call them other digital currencies. Gotcha, okay. Right? Um, oh, the Bitcoin was like the main one and then everything else was alternative. Yeah, exactly. But gotcha. as we are evolving as a space, you know, they're just digital currencies, digital assets, whatever the case is, right? Or gotcha. digital currencies. Um, they started shutting down my bank account, so I needed to find a way to have some type of business that I could scale or t- some type of scalable income. It was very hard. I stayed at that cap um, of 100000 because it was hard, it was hard to, to, to move that type of cash, yeah. you know what I'm saying, consistently. It yeah, was a problem. Sure. So I started to learn how to trade on the exchange. Um, and, I, and I started to understand, you know, how to trade other digital currencies, other cryptocurrencies. Um, and I got exposed to leverage, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got exposed Explain to leverage. Um, leverage tra- trading is like turning one dollar into five hundred dollars. So it's like you go on an exchange, you got a dollar, they'll give you five hundred dollars for every dollar you got. Right? Who does that to trade with? A lot of exchanges do that. <laughs> That's how the forex traders are making a lot of money with a little bit of money. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is trading forex hard? So I don't trade forex. It's the same principles, right, right. same concepts. Um, it's not hard, but it's it's an art form. Like for example, you um, host podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't necessarily say it's hard, but it's more of an art form because the fact. way that you do it is different from how someone else do, yeah. does it, right? So trading is 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 very easy and simple to understand from a technical standpoint, right? But it's putting all of those pieces together and creating your own art form, Fair right? True. That's the mm-hmm. difficult part. People don't understand that part or forget that part and don't realize how long it takes to develop a true art form. For sure. For sure. You know? OK. And so what do you teach? So I teach people. Um, so so my whole thing, like one of my founding principles is really well, not founding principles. One of the, my guiding lights is really um, getting my family from fixing everything that happened to my family for like the last two or three generations. So Mm, I feel like, so, so I feel like I have to create a legacy, a very strong legacy, right? So I want, so my goal is to, you know, have like Rockefeller Rothschild type wealth, right? So rich forever, like Rick Ross is always talking about rich forever. It's like, I want to have, and it's not even, it's, 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 yeah, I want the money, but it's it's more so for my family and to change the trajectory so that we can really, so that my sons, right, can really like kind of focus on some ideological things, right? And not necessarily have to worry about um money. So I teach people how to build wealth in crypto, right? Because you have a new class of assets, right? That's very infrastructural. So we got a very unique opportunity here, right? Where we can we can invest in a house right? We can invest in some art or land, right? But how often can we invest, not trade, but how often can we invest and truly be a part of a new global infrastructure? And when I say infrastructure, I mean things that are key to the operation of society, right? So now I'm talking about on a global scale. So I'm talking about even bigger than just city infrastructure. City infrastructure is like highways, plumbing, right? Global infrastructure Global, global infrastructure is like banking, mm. right? So by owning Bitcoin, you own a piece of a global infrastructural um, monetary system, right? Gosh. By owning Ethereum, you own a piece of global infrastructure. You literally have thousands, if not millions of people working on your asset right now. Well, to I don't make got it Ethereum.
2: Better. I ain't got none.
0: Not yet. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that low. Keep that low. <laughs> but 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 no, nah, so 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 that's what I teach. I I teach people how to attach themselves to these high growth this high growth industry, right? In a way that um in a way that's 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 responsible, risk averse, right? Yeah. And strategic, right? Gotcha. So we're not just just buying Dogecoin because it's cool, right? We're buying Bitcoin because most of the new wealthy will store their value will store all of their money, their wealth in Bitcoin. Because gold, they don't have physical gold. They don't know if that gold exists or not. Right? And we're more of a technological, we're more of a digital um, 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 group of people. Right? Mm. So that's why we invest in Bitcoin. We understand that all of these different applications, the same way that a lot of applications are built on the Apple platform, Apple consumes all of that. Apple sitting on a trillion dollars in cash. They're not mm. giving that back to us. Ethereum is the host of a lot of decentralized apps. So they right. call them dApps. So like, we call them apps on our iPhone. On Ethereum, they're called dApps, decentralized applications, mm-hmm. right? So as Ethereum is the host for all of that, right? As more and more things are built on top of it, meaning more and more people are using this overall network, we own a part of that network. So uh-huh. our net worth, the value of that asset that we hold will constantly increase. Where do you think Ethereum's
2: going
3: to go? I want to see where it's
2: at right now. So we can have a screenshot. So after in uh, um, in two years, when someone's watching this, they'll say, "Wow, it was only here," and Fitz was right. It went here. So right now, Ethereum is at three thousand. What is it? Three thousand three hundred fifty-five. Thirty-three hundred. Exactly. Where do you think Ethereum's going?
0: I can easily see a theorem hitting 10K. Um, I can easily see a theorem hitting 10K. Uh, whether it takes two years um, or three years, you got to ask yourself, I mean, what else are, is going to do more than double that you know with pretty high confidence? So it's still good to buy right now? From a long-term perspective, which is what I teach people, Right. I say it still. Oh, so you're not okay. teaching the trading in and out. It goes up today, down tomorrow. So so that's a portion. So like the club I was telling you about earlier, how I give people, um, how or how I give members, um, my top five to seven long term holds. But I also have um, monthly picks gotcha. that I expect to do well on a monthly basis. Oh right? wow. So more short term, right? So those are Hold on,
2: in your club, and we'll have we'll have a link for them, right? We'll have okay. a link in uh in the description. We're in this club. You're teaching them like this month. This is what we buy it. This is the well. Not you're not forcing them, but this is what I'm going to be buying. This, this is, is what the pick
0: I'm, exactly for this month. And you're telling them to get in, then get out. Exactly. Okay. So so I'm not telling them to get in. I'm telling them what I'm doing. Right. right? They have an option to follow me or not. Right. Gotcha. This is this is hey. This is this is what this is what I'm watching. This is why I'm watching it. Right. And I like these levels. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get in here, right? And, you know, as it increases, right, when it's time to take profit, I'll also send those same alerts or that update of, hey, okay, I'm getting out at this point. And actually, I'll let you know where I'm getting out before it even gets to that point. So it's oh, not wow. like a last minute type thing. All and, of your trades should be planned. And that's for that's for somebody who kind of understands it. But
2: the course, that's like for the beginners. Like somebody course, doesn't know anything. Cor-
0: course will take you from yeah from not knowing anything to knowing a whole lot from not understanding how money was created the trend the 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 um the history of money to why you know cryptocurrencies why money is evolving into crypto and how that will play into society all the way up into you know the next phase which is building your portfolio um having a portfolio thesis having an investment strategy um having a structured portfolio that's risk averse right having tools that allow you to um keep your portfolio healthy, so to mm. speak, right? Um, and also, more importantly, how to identify and research these different cryptocurrencies before they become popular, right? Mm. And understanding the market cycles of these cryptocurrencies. Because in, in reality, we're all looking at Doge, right? But Doge pumps, and when I say pump, means like increases in price significantly every bull market, right? A, bull market? A bull market is when you have... Um, it's like the stock market um, when we, we, we saw a huge influx of, of growth. Mm-hmm. Like the way that Tesla, Apple, Google, you know, Microsoft, NIO, all these, you know, stock companies started growing tremendously and tremendously fast. That's a bull market. Like a bull is just— so everybody's going at it, bull market. Right. Bear market, on the other hand, is when, you know, bears hibernate, mm-hmm. right? Bears eat, 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 and then they hibernate. They sleep. They don't move. The markets aren't as active or going oh. down. Right, so that's the difference between the bull, bull high energy, bear low energy. Okay, I kind of figured. I never, I never uh,
2: understood that like that. Okay, that's good, that's good. All right, so your, so first off, how much, how much the course? Um, the course is 1997. Okay, I don't know when you're watching it. It could go up, but it, this, this is my thing. <laughs> Can we give my audience uh, a discount? Absolutely. Somewhere. I'm only asking because I want to take it and I want all people. <laughs> <up> right. <laughs> all right. So we'll we'll figure out what the discount is. Okay, cool. But I don't, on your platform, can we just do like social proof or something like that? Social yeah, yeah, proof yeah. and the discount code? Okay, yeah, we'll cool. do that for sure. All right. Great. Great. So we'll put it in there. Great. Because um, I want them to know that you can't help. But yeah, the, OK, so mean? it's the course for the beginners. And that's to understand the foundation so you can build your own wealth
0: without having to, having to rely on. You saying, okay, this is what we're doing this month. Exactly. The course teaches you the why behind my picks and how to go out and hunt for yourself. Let me ask you with the course, will they have access to
2: the club, the club or is it separate? The club. The, so the course, all right,
1: let's do some quick math. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com
0: slash social proof. Netsuite.com slash social proof. It's actually um when you when you buy the course, you have automatic access to the club. Oh, gotcha. As well, so the course comes with access to the club as well as an investor workbook, right? So, well, tell me about the workbook. So, the workbook, <laughs> the workbook is pretty much walking you through the basics of developing your own initial crypto portfolio. So, it's walking Ooh. you through, hey, answer these questions. Um, hey, what's your target allocation? This is how to think through this. So, it's pretty much walking you through. So, you can choose to get the workbook, um, by itself, right? So, you have the workbook, you have the Investors Club, and you have the course. If you gotcha. get the course, it comes with the club and the workbook. Got it. The got workbook. It comes by itself if you get the club um, the workbook comes with it got it and I, I like when people have
2: something to offer to sell because it's one thing to watch a podcast and you're, you kind of get information mm-hmm. but if we want to go deeper with you that's then you know we can kind of get that but so my man Justin shout out Justin Owens you know Justin? Justin, Justin Owens which new name? A CEO
0: new A CEO yeah. uh, I've never Pretty met him, not. but I know yeah, we, I we him. Yeah, we've never met him, but I, I know. Definitely. So we were
2: at, uh, we was at Marcus's conference, him 500 conference. And I said, bro, take me shopping. I'm going to put some money in my coin in my Coinbase and just buy a bunch of stuff for me. You know what I mean? So he <laughs> took my phone and he just started buying stuff. So he bought some, let me see what my portfolio is. I got Ethereum, Bitcoin, Cardona? Cardano. Cardano. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cardano. It's ADA. That's yep. a good one? Yes. Okay. Um... I got Stellar, which is XLM. I got Anchor, A-N-K-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got me some B-A-T, basic attention token. Is that? Yep. Okay. All right, so let me let me ask you. What is the thing that you're screaming right now, like you are screaming in Bitcoin? Yo, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. What should we be buying? Because I'm going to buy it right now. Ethereum. But. Ethereum, right now? Ethereum. That's the move. Ethereum. Okay, so you think it's gonna well Ethereum, like it's gonna get to Ethereum
0: Ethereum Ethereum. I'm not saying it's gonna get to ten thousand this year, but to me, the way that I'm looking at Ethereum is it's a second shot at getting Bitcoin for really cheap. Because what's happening with Ethereum is, once again, like I said, in order to change these networks, we as a community have to agree to the changes, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the developers of the Ethereum network, right, the, the the people who sit in the background and do all the tech stuff that. Allow us to build these amazing technologies. They've made a, um, they've 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 put a proposal together to say, hey, we think this change will make the network better, mm-hmm. and this particular change makes Ethereum a bit deflationary, right? Meaning that, um, so for example, the U.S. dollar. Hey y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Ufi lock. Think about being on the couch.
1: Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school.
0: Is inflationary because the feds just keep printing money, keep printing money. That's why you see the value of milk, you know, everyday items increasing in price right. because the value of the dollar is going down because they keep printing so much of it. The reason why we buy Bitcoin, the reason why you have billionaires and companies holding part of their balance sheets and Bitcoin is because it's deflationary. We know exactly how much is we know exactly how much is, is in circulation. As more more people use it and hold it, less of it will be in circulation. That's called deflationary. They're not making any more Bitcoin. Mm. They're making a change to Ethereum that gives it those same characteristics. Hold on real quick. So they're not making any more
2: Bitcoin, meaning there's a, a finite amount of it, but the market cap will go up only because
0: that finite amount will continue to raise? There's a finite amount that market cap will increase because people will continue to pour money into this network. So although there's a finite amount, like I can have a, a Bitcoin is you can break it down like eight decimal places. So unlike the dollar, right, where you have a couple of deci- decimal places, right, a Bitcoin, you have eight decimal places. That's
2: smart, fits. <laughs> hmm? You mad smart. I just wanted to tell you that. Like, you be using words Joe, Joe don't know,
0: and My it's bad. like— My bad.
2: Like, you really—like, I'm learning so much about money in this episode. I'm sorry. Keep going. I just wanted to give you your flowers for that. Because I'm like, dang, I feel mad brilliant right now. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, it's only a couple decimal places. Like, you—$3.99. only so two
0: decimal places. Exactly. But you can break a Bitcoin down to eight. So, even though the market cap will increase, right, it may be a point where it's— 0. 0.00001 Bitcoin could be equivalent to one dollar, mm-hmm. which would be crazy. Which means that you know Bitcoin is probably at a million dollars per coin or something crazy like that. Do you think Bitcoin's gonna get to a million? Oh, absolutely! A million
2: dollars per coin. Yeah. So Ethereum, you think it, like you think like ten thousand is pretty much it? You're gonna sell off all your
0: Ethereum? No, no, no. Are you no, thinking no, it go no, crazy? No, too? I'm saying. 10,000 is a realistic goal or realistic um, projection as an investor. I'm an investor in Ethereum, so I see it getting to 10,000. But it Could easily be. where Bitcoin is, easily I can see it getting to 10,000. Bitcoin has a lot more room for growth. Like people think that we're late on Bitcoin, like really don't understand. Like we're in a supply shock of Bitcoin, right? Like at one it's point, supply shock. supply shock meaning that. There's not that many Bitcoin out here left. So there's only 21 million Bitcoin that will ever be created, right? So a certain amount of Bitcoin are released into the world every day. It's about eight or 900 at this point, every day. The last Bitcoin won't... And every four years, that number is cut in half. Every four years, that number is cut in half. So in four years, it's going to go from like 800 to 400 a day, right? Mm. So... the last Bitcoin won't be released into society or mind, right? Until the year 2141. So you have an asset that can potentially increase in value for over the, for, for, for the, at least the next hundred years. Dang. And right now it's at 50 something thousand. It's at like 54,000, something it's like that. It's not too late. It's not too late. Are you waiting on a pullback or anything like that? Um, no, because I use a different strategy, right? It's called dollar cost averaging. So- T that in the course? Yeah, exactly. Of course. So dollar cost averaging is where it it stops you from asking that question, should I buy now? Should I I wait on a dip? Because I hear a lot of people, oh, should I wait on a dip, right? Well, the thing is, you don't know when a dip is coming. You don't know if Bitcoin is going to shoot up to 100,000 and then dip back down to 50,000 and never see 20,000 again. You don't know that. Right. You don't know if Bitcoin is going to drop and hit 10,000 tomorrow. We don't know that. So we use dollar cost averaging, which is pretty much you buy consistently. You put yourself on a schedule, whether you're going to buy every week, every day, every month. You decide how much of your income you want to invest in any particular asset. Right. Whether it's 10 percent, 5 percent, 2 percent or 1 percent. And you you can very easily set it up on auto um on, on 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 auto pay or something like that on coinbase whereas they'll take out a specific amount from your account that's crazy on, I actually saw that on here I'm like, yo, why would I do that yeah because that what what that does is you won't get in at the best price but you won't get in at the worst price but by the time you have finished accumulating gathering the amount of bitcoin that you want, maybe you have a goal of getting one bitcoin right by the time you get that one bitcoin um over the span of time, it'll be at a good average cost. It might gotcha. not be at the height, right? It might not be at the low. I didn't get it at 3000 but I didn't get it at 100000 either. Right, right, right. You know? For sure, for sure. So um, it's, it's a safe way to accumulate an asset that you have um high hopes for or gotcha. that you got a good, strong um projection for. Is there anything else that's like
2: super low? You think it's going to be like the next Doge? I want to find um, the next Doge. The next
0: <laughs> and I know I'm thinking about the it next all doge. Wrong. my so, mindset is just it's so, to get rich quick right now well, well, and I'm sorry. No, no, no. So uh so so dogecoin and and then I'll tell you a couple of things that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um dogecoin is is like I said every year it pumps, right? And I know we got off that and started talking about bull market and bear market, mm-hmm. but every bull market doge pumps consistently. Like it's very predictable. Mm-hmm. So If you understand how to look at charts just a little bit and see that, okay, these things are going sideways, they're not Mm -hmm. going up, they're not going down, because the market is only going to go up, down, or sideways Mm -hmm. when you're looking at a chart. When it's going sideways, right, for an extended period of time, that's normally during a bear market, right? Mm -hmm. That's when you want to buy Dogecoin, because a market is simply buyers and sellers. So all of everybody who you see buying Dogecoin, they got to buy it from somebody. Who do you think they're buying it from? The people that are selling it. The people who selling it, and, who, and when did they get it? They got it when it was boring, when nobody yeah. was talking about it, when it was going mm. sideways. So I just gave y'all a play. Pretty much, if you want to make money on cryptocurrencies, even if it's just Doge specifically, you're like, okay, I like Doge for some mm. reason, right? And you're like, I want to I make money on this next time, more than I made this time. Wait you can wait for it to flatline, buy it, be patient. It might take months. It might take a year. But we've seen the type of growth that it has Every time it pumps, right? And then you turn yourself into one of those people who are selling to everybody else instead of those people who are buying at the top, only getting a little bit of profit or even actually losing money on that purchase. So when it flatlines, the probability is higher that it goes up than goes down? I'm saying, is it flatline based, then
2: drop like that?
0: Based, or that doesn't happen often? Based on, when I say flatline, so... It'll it'll go back to a major and I'm getting technical, but it's called a support level. Um it'll go back to a major through? uh yeah, there's there's videos on support okay, nice. and resistance level, because I do think every investor needs to understand some form of technical analysis, mm-hmm. right? Um, but once, and what's technical analysis? I'm sorry, Joe. I got you, bro. <laughs> so te- <laughs> technical yesterday. analysis is when you when you when you see you've ever seen a movie where you got these big screens and you're on Wall Street, right? And you got all these charts and graphs, mm-hmm. right? Technical analysis is understanding what you're looking at when you see these different charts. They're a representation of price, right. but more importantly, they're a representation of human emotion, just in digital graphic form. Mm. You know, so 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 market so so market cycles everything in world in the world has a cycle yeah. right the moon that's why the oceans have high tide low tide um our bodies have cycles all these things right markets have cycles right sometimes you feel great sometimes you don't feel great that is represented in the market right in cycles so you get to a point where you're um you're in disbelief. You're you're in disbelief. Oh, I don't believe it's going up. Then you get to a point where oh man, this is really going up. Then you get to a point where oh man, this is going up so high it's never going to come down. That's called euphoria, right? Mm. When you see people too excited about something and they're like it's never going down, that's when you get worried because nine times out of ten, it's going down after that. God, you know. So understanding human emotions when you're looking at these charts will help you become a better investor and learning and and, and give you. Um, guidance or guidelines or cues as to when to get in. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. And when to get out. Okay. All right. So I got a, I got
2: some Ethereum a little bit. All right, so, and what you, else? All right. What so else cool. All right. So one
0: what of the... about this whole XRP thing? So, all right. So, <laughs> so XRP, um, XRP is one of those things where I, I feel like it's high risk to me. High mm-hmm. risk, high reward though. Because gotcha. right now they're going through some type of legal battle with the SEC. If they come out on top, XRP will likely have a major bull run, right? So that's something that I would trade. Love to trade that, right? From a long-term investment standpoint, the actual token itself, I don't see what value it has. Mm -hmm. The people who created it still own 50% of the supply. Mm -hmm. That's a big issue for any cryptocurrency because it's like it can easily be manipulated. If I own 50% of something, I pretty much got say-so over it, right? So, it's like, if I own 50% of the business and you only own 49%, mm-hmm. right? you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. That, but when the people have it— Or 51%. Right. And but when the people have it, then the people decide, and that makes it more solid. Right. So, in a, to find a good, successful cryptocurrency, it's important to identify— the distribution of the supply, right? Meaning that, is it equally distributed amongst the community or is there a small group of people who own and control most of this network? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because once again, crypto is all about decentralization. Naturally, we'll have some hybrid situations where there's a form of centralization and decentralization. But overall, the fundamentals, the foundation of crypto is all about decentralization. So to find good, quality, long-term cryptocurrencies, you want to find things that have a nice decentralized community. Because what happens is now you have more input from the community. And I haven't ran into any problems that humans as a collective couldn't solve. Mm -hmm. So when you give humans the ability to work on things and fix problems and to build things without any roadblocks or hurdles or without getting permission, you get a lot of things done. Which is why crypto is growing as fast as it's growing. Wow. Oh. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Uniswap. <laughs> Uniswap. That's what you're gonna ask, yeah. What's that? So Uniswap is like a. Uh, I don't even thing. know what
2: that is. So, so you,
0: I'm glad you asked. You thought I was gonna ask that because you, yeah. Because you want. Because I'm supposed to tell you um, what else I'm looking at. I'm so educated right now. Golly. <laughs> so Uniswap is that a co- is that a coin? It's a coin, right? Oh. So you like it? Yeah, I like Uniswap. Can I buy it on like Coinbase? Uh, you might be able to buy it on Coinbase. Let so, so, let me tell you. So, if you ever want to know where to buy any coin from, mm-hmm. you go to coinmarketcap.com. You type in that coin in the search box, right? And you'll click the tab that says markets. Markets. When you click the tab that says markets, it'll show you every exchange, every place that you can buy that particular coin from. Okay. And that's how you make your decision. So you see if it's if it if it's on Coinbase, it'll tell you it's on Coinbase. If it's on Uniswap, it'll tell you it's on Uniswap. If it's on Binance, it'll tell you that.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, let me, so let me see if Uniswap is on. I was gonna go through the whole thing, but yo, there's no way to like just search coins on Coinbase. Do you have Coinbase? You're I don't sure. have Coinbase. You don't do Coinbase? Oh. I, for some reason, I felt like you did. Like <laughs> most. Um, like, serious investors, they don't use the stuff that everybody else uses. So I have Wall Street Trapper on here. He's like, "Robin Hood is for rookies. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? But he got me on T- TD Ameritrade. Cool.
0: But, yeah. Oh, no, it is on here. It's Uniswap. on Coinbase? It's okay. $43. Yep. You like that? So I like Uniswap. Um, because what's, what, what Uniswap is, Uniswap is a real unicorn in the crypto space, which is saying a lot. Because there's a lot of unicorns in crypto, right? I mean, not... not so, to say it's the unicorn of the unicorns is something special. And what I mean by that is Uniswap is a decentralized. Look at everybody buying Uniswap. Look at y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all should see this audience right now. Everybody's <laughs> in their phone like Uniswap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Uni- Uniswap, is, um, Uniswap is a decentralized exchange. Mm-hmm. Coinbase is an exchange. It's okay. a centralized exchange. Yep. Uniswap is an exchange, but it's decentralized. So um, what happens is they've created a token that represents um, ownership in that network. And there are different incentives for, um, for holding that particular token. Sometimes okay. you might get airdrop. You might get free Uniswap, right? Um, you know, a certain amount of Uniswap gives you governing rights or abilities, Mm. right? Um, So, as we look at the volume, the transaction volume on Uniswap, at one point, it was over the amount of volume or just as much as the volume at Coinbase, which is a centralized exchange, full marketing department, full marketing team, CEO, the whole nine. Nowadays, it's more like half, which is still billions of dollars every day. And to know that something decentralized is doing this, facilitating these transactions, right? On the largest, on one of the largest cryptocurrency networks is a very powerful thing. So as more and more people start to figure out that they can create their own digital currencies or that they can buy these digital currencies without having to submit a facial picture and and, and all of those things, once people start to learn more about it, you're going to see this asset increase in value significantly. So um Are, are you we, heavy in Uniswap? Uh, I'm not going to say I'm I'm heavy in Uniswap, but I like it a lot, and I got enough of it. You
2: yeah, got okay. You yeah. like
0: it, and even even at the, I'm, I'm sure you at bought Bitcoin it. in Bitcoin Ethereum.
2: Okay, I I feel like you probably bought this cheaper than forty three dollars. It's forty three dollars. Yeah, that's definitely, okay.
0: Definitely bought it cheaper than forty three. Is that okay um, right now? So once again if you're looking at it long-term.
2: All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together our Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier
0: you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now, back to the episode. You're like, okay, I know it's going to be more than $43, right. you know, over the next year or so, right? Um, So, you would dollar cost average into that.
2: Gotcha, okay. About so, it's like,
0: okay, hey, I want 500 bucks of Uniswap. Okay, well, let me stretch that out over the next four weeks is it, or is that a good every amount? day.
2: Is that a good amount of Uniswap? Mm, Less or more?
0: Well, it depends. It's hard for me to answer that because I don't know what how much your other holdings are. You understand what I'm saying? I can't say
2: it on camera.
0: I really want your advice. But what I'm saying... Oh, so you're saying... I don't know what percentage of your portfolio that would represent. That it, this would represent
2: probably maybe... Uh, 15% maybe? 10%? 15? 10 or 15? No, no, no. It'll be about... It'll represent about 20%.
0: I would definitely go lower. Lower. Yeah. Wow. Just because you don't want to have you wanna leave your room you, you want to leave yourself room for some more for, for other coins that mm-hmm. are, you know, a little more low risk. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't want to have is uniswap high risk. Uniswap is more like medium risk. Gotcha. Right. It's not it's not it's not high risk. What percent is five percent, ten percent. I would I would go somewhere around five. 5-7%. Okay, I'm going to I'm, I'm throw a couple dollars in there, Twain. Okay,
2: we're going to throw a few dollars in there. I'm doing it right now. Hold All on, right, okay. Throw so a, a couple
0: out. dollars in there. A few, few yeah, bucks. Yeah, 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 start, start with that. Yeah. Okay,
2: I'll start with that. with that. I'm not even, t- no, I'm not telling y'all because I know you're like, oh, I want to know what it is. I'm not saying it, okay, because I don't want to get tied up <laughs> in a basement somewhere. All right, so, okay, so Uniswap, so right now, your biggest thing is still buy Bitcoin Buy some Ethereum, even though it's 3,300, that's low. From a long term perspective, that's low. What percentage of your portfolio should be Bitcoin and Ethereum? If you are gonna teach it generally.
0: Okay, so generally, the way that I teach um, initial portfolio building is what's called a naive allocation, a Mm -hmm. naive allocation. And it's piggybacking off of the concept that I told you about earlier, whereas if you have, um, if you look at the market and you say, okay, well, right now we're at 2 trillion even if we go back down to a trillion or under a trillion, at some point we're going to be at $10 trillion. Mm-hmm. Right. A naive allocation is finding out where most of that money is going into that into that group of 9,000 digital currencies, and you're buying where most of the money is going. Mm-hmm. So if we look at these 9,000 digital currencies, we see that at any given time, about 50%, maybe a little, on average, 50% of that... Um, of the money is going into Bitcoin mm-hmm. so out the gate we need to hold some Bitcoin because we're looking to grow with the market mm-hmm. now at any given time, 12 or 12 to 14 percent of the capital or the money that comes into this overall market is going into ethereum mm-hmm. so that means at least 12 to 14 percent of our portfolio needs to go into ethereum I think most of my portfolio is ethereum now that's not bad. My bad. Because if you have, if you're, if you're educated and you have a reason for your bias, right, you can do that. Dang, I need this course,
2: yo. <laughs> no, like I, I want to, I want to learn, I want to learn this stuff so that I can. Talk like that. <laughs> talk,
0: talk like it on the podcast, make videos, and be like, dang, yo, Dave is brilliant. No, like this, this makes it makes sense. So so to wrap up the whole naive allocation thing, so pretty much what you do is you figure out where most of the money is going at. So you go to coinmarketcap.com, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to list the top cryptocurrencies from highest market cap to lowest. Mm. So you look at where most of the money is going, which is likely going to be in the top 10 cryptocurrencies. You see how long they've been there. You want to identify the ones that have been there for years, right? And then you see what percentage of the overall market cap do they hold. So in order to get that, there's a formula. You divide the market cap. I'm getting technical, but you divide the market cap for the coin. So for example, Binance coin, that's another really good one. You, uh, uh, and I'm going to give you a couple Hold more. On. slow down, slow down, <laughs> yeah. slow down. I'm serious. Binance. Binance. It's a, Binance. It's a, it's a centralized exchange, um, but they have a coin, right, that gives different incentives and things like that uh, for trading on their exchange. And the benefit of that is they've already garnered a lot of community around their exchange because they're releasing coins and things like that. It's kind of exchanges are hubs. Um, so naturally, they have, their coin has a lot of exposure gotcha i
2: don't think i see binance in here
0: binance is on coinbase you all see binance on coinbase is it on coinbase binance Um, uh, no it's bnb binance coin
2: binance coin all right, i'm trying to find binance coin
0: and and what do you what do you buy on um so i buy on whatever is most feasible at the time so i my primary exchange um, for getting cash into the crypto market, um, it's Kraken. K-R-A-K-E-N. K-R-A-K-E-N. Um,
2: K-R-A-K-E-N.
0: Hold on yes. a second. Um, for those of you who have Coinbase, Coinbase Pro. I prefer to use Coinbase Pro if I was to use Coinbase because— Coin- I'm sorry.
2: Give me Kraken. Give me K r a k e n. K e n. Right. Okay. And you're saying get Coinbase Pro
0: because— it allows you to avoid any of the extra fees that they charge you on the normal Coinbase. Oh, okay. Hey, look, there will
2: be a link in in the description too for Coinbase because um, I want an affiliate. Okay, so just click that. Okay, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just <laughs> support the podcast, <laughs> okay? So, um, yes. All right, so um, Binance, you like that
0: like like Binance. Okay, what else? And another, another really, really interesting sector of crypto. Um, really interesting sector of crypto. And it's funny because most people talk about NFTs, mm-hmm. right? Like this, this, these NFTs, so these, these digital, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I understand NFTs, non-fungible tokens. I understand what their, the capabilities in the future are right? But we aren't at a point where we can really use NFT. Well, we can from a real estate standpoint if you adopted NFTs
3: as real estate. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members of FDIC. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. So, for example, a good use case of an NFT.
0: Let's say we wrap this building in a particular coin, right? That would be an NFT. There's only one of these buildings, yeah. right? NFTs represent one, non-fungible, um, fungible. Um, is So for those of you who don't understand what fungible and non-fungible are, um, fungible is meaning I have one dollar, right? If you have a dollar, it's the same dollar. Mm. Non-fungible is I create a piece of art, you create a piece of art. They're two different pieces of art. Mine right. is unique because I create it and it's slightly different from yours, right? So you wrap non-fungible things like this building in a token. Right. And then you can actually create smaller coins from that one Bitcoin and give people give people ownership of that building. And what that would allow me to do, I would literally be able to sell you a piece of ownership in this building without me going through any title work, without me going through any banks or anything like that. I could literally send you a piece of this building to your phone. Mm. That's the real power of NFTs. But we aren't there yet. Most people are being attracted to NFTs from like ticket sales or um, art or music somehow. But the, the issue is, where am I going to watch digital art? Why do I want digital art, you know, from an right. investment standpoint? You know, that's a big gamble. So, no one's ever explained it that way. So, I get it now.
2: Cool. I get it now. I'm glad. You went to college, dude. You had to go to college.
0: I dropped super. out. But I did, brother. <laughs> super smart. Okay. Um. So, so NFT. So this right. is the thing because this is super important. Um. A lot of people are you know waving this NFT flag and they're like NFTs. You know, art this, art that, right? Which is cool. But the real major innovation, the real sector to pay attention to in crypto is called DeFi, decentralized finances. D E F I. DeFi. Is that a coin you could buy? It's not a coin. It's a sector of crypto. Okay. So. DeFi, decentralized finance, is pretty much taking all of the traditional um finance um things or, 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 or banking operations, right? From borrowing and lending to um asset management, right? Mm-hmm. To to storage, whatever it is, arbitrage, right? Um, and they're removing the middleman from it, right? They put this blockchain technology in the middle of it because it decentralizes things. You can create smart contracts, things that automate um, the processes, right? And and it's immutable so people know that it's not manipulated Mm -hmm. and that's why we can do that, right? And they put this technology in the middle of these same type of transactions that we're doing that we're depending on other, that we're depending on banks and things for and they're giving it the power back to the people. Mm. And those are things that are being used right now, like you don't have to guess if it's going to work, right, right? right? So if you go to a platform like Ave, A A V E, that's a coin, right? That's a lending and borrowing. And y'all
2: are funny, yeah. A A
0: V what E, A A V E. Okay. So that's it. That's a. <clears throat> that's one of the, um, lending and borrowing. Uh, protocols, right? And that's one of the DeFi coins. That's a coin that's in the DeFi sector. So by owning that, you own a piece of that network, mm-hmm. right? And, and different cryptocurrencies have different incentives for owning these coins, right? Um, but essentially, it's a way to even further tie yourself into the global, this new global financial infrastructure that's being developed. So the same way that the, if you guys have ever heard of um, The Creature from Jekyll Island, you ever heard of that book? Mm -hmm. All right, so it's a book, Creature from Jekyll Island, where it's J.P. Morgan and all these major bank guys and all that stuff, they went to an island right on the outside of Savannah, secret meeting, right? Feds couldn't figure out what was going on and governments couldn't figure out what was going on. So they said, you know, we're going to get together and we're going to propose our own rules, Right, and that's when they created the Feds. They explain created the, feds. the they created the Federal Reserve Bank, which mm-hmm. is not federal, which is not a reserve, and which is not a bank. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Man. But anyway, that's that's what they did. Um, so, explain what the
2: Federal Reserve Bank does. It's not federal. It's not a reserve. But it's not a bank. No. Nah. Explain what the, what, the fed,
0: what the Feds do. Print money. So. <laughs> Essentially, they're, 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 in print, charge, they're in charge of monetary policy, right? Um, and and if it originally, it didn't start off as a bad thing. It used to be whereas the money that they printed was backed by gold, mm-hmm. right? It was backed by gold. And then what happened? At some point, one of the presidents decided to, all right, we need to confiscate all of the gold because of this reason, right? And then it got a little trickier, and they said, you know where— we're going to keep printing money, but we're not on the gold standard anymore. That note that you have in your pocket that used to represent some gold somewhere no longer represents gold. It just represents a promise to pay or a, a, or, 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 or a store of value that's backed by our good word as a nation. Wow. Right. History repeats itself. It's, like, it's kind of like the same— Yeah, so, I mean, it's just been going downhill from there because there's only so much money that you can print, right? If you notice, a lot more people have a lot of money right now. Right, but I'm saying the the crypto thing
2: is like, we decide that this has has power. Right. And we the people, except for it's just a larger we versus these few people that went
0: to this island. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. So the same way that they went and decided to create something. Right. That's how we're coming. And we have the power to do that same thing. Wow. And yeah. which
2: makes sense why all these different coins are popping up like Jim Jones is gonna have his own coin and it, all these other people exactly have exactly
0: because we can literally create our own coins or our own networks that do whatever it is that we want them to do. Whether it's a coin that automatically seeks yield or essentially goes out into this cryptocurrency space and um, finds the best opportunities to earn money on that particular coin, and then it automatically sends it back to us. Right? There's coins that do that. So there's there's um, a decentralized lending and borrowing platform. So right now, if you had, let's say, you had twenty thousand dollars in Bitcoin, you can over you can have what's called an over collateralized loan. Right? Whereas you put up twenty thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin, and they'll give you ten thousand dollars cash because you over collateralize, right? You can pay it back on your own terms. Mm. So typically that's given at a rate of about 9%, 8 or 9, it's kind of high right now, 8 or 9% a year, right? But on the other side of that, to show you the power of DeFi and how that money goes back into the community, the people who are lending the money is us. And we're protected because those loans are over-collateralized. So if you default, we got more than enough, To compensate. Wow. And we're earning six, seven, sometimes 12% on lending that money out. And that's how DeFi comes back full circle. So while everybody's looking at NFTs, you got a way to really become your own bank. Wow. You know, or supercharge your savings or supercharge your investments at this point. Goodness gracious.
2: All right. So, ah, man, we got to save some for the Patreon, Joe. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so we got we got the Patreon where it's like we'll we'll record like another 15-20 minutes after this and um you know we'll kind of chop it up so you can go get your hair cut too. But um one just thank you. I got so many more questions, man. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, we'll ask them on Patreon. All right, Joe said ask on Patreon. So um so thank you. So we'll have a we'll have a link for them to uh, kind of check out your course and everything and um, we have a discount code, social proof, okay? okay? So even if the course goes up, right right now it's 1997, if it goes up, just tell me that our percentage will always be a discount for the podcast. Your percentage will always
0: be a discount. Okay,
2: we got it. Y'all see that? We got it. We (laughs) out here. All right, so I got to do a quick commercial and then um, think of something deep and profound to say on the closing, okay, before I do my (laughs) I know, a lot of pressure. It's a weird thing to say to somebody like that. I'm sorry. Um, So uh, this episode is sponsored as always by the Morning Meetup, TheMorningMeetup.com. meetup.com the is the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurs. Actually, we're here in Atlanta and we have a live studio audience of people that are in The Morning Meetup because if you're in The Morning Meetup, you could just come here, right? So you guys are watching this maybe a, a, a while after it's recorded, but y'all get it live and in person. Y'all get to talk to fits and all kind of stuff. So especially if you in Atlanta, there's people that come from different states to uh, be at the recording. So it's only a dollar, actually. So if you go to themorningmeetup.com, um, you can try it out for a dollar. I'm on there every single day. We're teaching entrepreneurs every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can you jump on a call? Sure. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> because um, like so every month we have a theme. Okay. And then every day of the week, it supports the theme of the month. So okay. this month we're talking about um being better. Okay. And we're gonna touch every single area of our lives in terms of being better. And I think um, financial literacy is definitely a space where we need to, y'all want them on a the call? Y'all want to get them on the call? Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> Thank you, I it. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have you on the call. So it's actually $79 a month Um for like 20 phone calls every month, like every single day, Monday through Friday. And I'm on there every day, every single day. And I bring my successful friends on there to teach them as well. So go to themorningmeetup.com if you want to have exclusive access to the conversation that we're about to have, okay, go to Patreon. I think it's patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. Make sure you go to the Patreon. So um, yeah, themorningmeetup.com or the Patreon. Thank you so much. All right, cool. So Fitz, thank you, man. Man, thank you. Thank you for having me. Bro, you are doing some amazing work right now. And you told me something, and we'll get into it probably on the Patreon conversation after this. But you said something about
0: 1,000x returns. Oh, yeah. So, so, so in crypto, um, there's a sector of crypto investors that, that are looking for um, coins with 1,000x potential. 1,000, anytime I say x, it means add two zeros onto it, mm. right? Um, or just simply multiply it by 1,000. Mm-hmm. So a 1,000X is turning $1,000 into a million dollars. So it may take you a few different hits and it may take you a few years, but when you do it, it's all worth it, right? So you're looking for
2: a 1,000X return cryptocurrencies.
0: Yes, that's more of a high-level mastermind where it's like literally me and two other people at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we're on the hunt for. Thousand X returns. Thousand
2: exactly. X What are you looking at? And maybe this isn't your pick, but what are some things that you see? Can I get one? Things was...
0: get one, one, Chris, it's, one, it's, 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 it's not. It... We can talk about it offline. Okay. It's it's one of those things where it's I don't um a lot of them aren't um, it's 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 like you're working with teams before they even create things. Physical, like real, actual networks. So it's more about the relationships. So for like example, Protocol Labs. Mm-hmm. Protocol Labs is a team that has a really good track record of developing um, really infrastructural pieces of technology. Nine times out of 10, you'll find a 1,000x um, potential coin in the infrastructure sector of crypto. You got infrastructure, which is like the base layer. Then you got layer two, you got layer three. Um, but you want the base layer, like Ethereum, where everything is going to pile on top of it. Right. Mm. Ethereum was a thousand X coin. Bitcoin was a thousand X. Those are both protocols. So, mm. what's better than giving me, give, than giving you something that may not, you know, uh, may not be a thousand X coin is telling you how I go about finding them, which Got is it. finding the infrastructure, right? Understanding infrastructure. You want the things that things are, you want to own the things that other things are being built on top of. Gotcha. You. you can't use the Ethereum network without, Using Ethereum, you can't use the Bitcoin network without using Bitcoin. Gotcha.
2: Being a part of your program, will, will they will they be privy? Well, will we be privy to like the things when you find it? Like, so you'll be
0: privy to, um, you'll be privy to the, well, the, the information. Research, the foundation the, yeah. All all the research. The same way that I go about researching and finding different coins, um, all of that information is already in there. Right. When right. I up in the club itself, you know, so I may have picks for the month. Right. Those will be given to you. You know, like my my long term, my, my stable long term picks where I'm not, you know, it's where I'm not essentially gambling. Right. Because when you're looking for a thousand extra returns, it's like sophisticated gambling at the end of the day, because you might hold this thing five, 10 years. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you don't know how the community is going to take to it. You could like the idea. You could say, OK, we need this. Right. It solves a great problem. Right. It has a great team, but we don't know. A lot of people loved Tezos at the time. Look what happened with their team. Their team had a lot of disagreements. There was a lot of dysfunction. It didn't work out as well as a lot of people thought. Gotcha, gotcha. Goodness gracious, Fitz! Thank you, man.
2: Thank Thank you, you. thank you. This was awesome. And you've never done a podcast before.
0: Never done a podcast.
2: This is first (laughs) podcast, y'all. This like (laughs) one of my like this like literally one of my (laughs) top five right now. Like just going through it, <laughs> literally one of my top, and I've had some amazing podcasts, but this is one that like gave me chills throughout it. Like, oh my gosh, like this is real generational wealth. This is the stuff that people figure out before the world figures it out. And now their family is set and you're trying to figure out what the person does. And they just made some smart
0: financial decisions back in the day. And that's my thing. My goal is to, one of my, one of my major goals is to get a thousand families backed by Bitcoin which means your family has at least one whole Bitcoin that you guys never plan on selling. Mm. And you'll use that as an asset to generate more income or to pay for emergency expenses. And not by selling it, but borrowing against this new asset Mm. or using it as a perpetual bank. Gotcha. Right? So, that's a deeper thing. Maybe we can say that for later. But yeah, for everything. sure, for sure. Well, we'll actually jump into it <laughs> on the Patreon. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, make sure y'all join the Patreon, man, so you get access to all this stuff. Um, again, thank you so much, Fitz. I um, uh, guess tell them your your, your Instagram and um, just, um, you know, how they can find you and just close us out with a word of wisdom, man.
0: Okay. Um, so, uh, my Instagram is financiallyfitz, F-I-T-Z. What's your name? My name is Fitz. Fitzgerald. Your first name or your last name? It's my middle name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, man.
0: <laughs> All right, let's we'll just we'll leave it at Fitz. Okay. Okay. Go. So uh, so yeah, my Instagram is financially fits F-I-T-Z. Um, and the quote is very, very simple, right? And um it's I think it's one of mine. But it goes into, you know, sleepers for suckers, right? So my quote is greatness demands. And I think a lot of people want to be great, right? But don't understand, you know, the requirements, the sacrifice that comes with it. You know, the sleep that you lose, the, 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 the L's, the friends that you lose, the 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 parties and stuff that you can't go to, the money that you lose, right? Everything that you have to give up in order to be great. It demands a lot of you. So just be prepared. If you are going, you know, down some type of path to be great at whatever you're doing, just know that it demands. Greatness demands. Greatness demands. Man, listen, we can't close it out no better than that,
2: man. Do me a favor. Go get you some social proof, all right? Go build something. And then I need you to do what Fitz is doing. Come back to the community and share how you did it. It's the only way our community grows, okay? So go get some social proof. Go build something. Then come back to your community, all right? We are out of here.
0: David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to morningmeetup.com today for your $1 7-day trial. That's right, just $1 for 7 days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. TheMorningMeetup.com This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.